Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dice Breaker podcast, where we are uh, absolutely honoured to be joined by a very special guest here. It's Ross Connell from More Games, please. Hello, Ross. How are you doing? I'm excellent, and the honour is mine. Oh. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you dare take that honour away from me, sir. <laughs> we are also joined by, uh, as ever, two other members of the team, Alex Lolies. How are you doing? Yo, it's me. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> what up? And of course, Liv Kennedy. How you doing, Liv? Yo, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I am your host for the week, as Matt Jarvis is off, Michael Wheels Whelan. Uh, let's do a quick little intro for Ross. For anyone who's not familiar with you, Ross, uh, tell them who you are, what you do, where, where do you come from, where, where do you, you go? Where you from, where do you go? Yeah! <laughs> Can I go? Um, so... Uh, now I've just got rednecks stuck in my head, so thanks for that. Um, so I am a freelance board game photographer, uh, and I've been working in the industry for three years now. I'm also uh, the marketing and community manager for North Star Games, who made Oceans, which you can kind of see down there mm-hmm. in my job. And I stream board games twice a week. And yeah. Uh, I like long walks on the beach, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Wonderful. And what Excellent. are you looking for in a partner today? <laughs> <laughs> you wheels. <laughs> I, 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 I want someone who is like a jukebox and I can just make music suggestions and they'll just perform a song for me. I mean, that's uh, wheels. Yeah, cool. It's yeah. wheels. Yeah. That is wheels. <laughs> Uh, well, we are back here for another episode of the Dicebreaker Podcast, and if this is your first time ever tuning in live, or if you're listening after the fact, first of all, we record it every Friday, 2pm, live on the Dicebreaker YouTube channel, uh, but second of all, here's how this thing usually goes. So we're going to talk a little <laughs> bit about some of the games that we've been playing this week, uh, starting with Russ, of course. Um, we're going to talk about some of the biggest articles, or at least the most interesting articles, that have gone up on Dicebreaker.com. Uh, we're going to do a fun little mini-game. Uh, which we have one that is kind of imagery based, but in a way that is podcast friendly, especially we for hope. us. Um, <laughs> and then finally, we're going to be answering some questions from the chat. So if you are watching us live, uh, then feel free to pop any questions that you have for us or Ross in the chat and we'll pick up on them and answer them towards the end of the podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, you can get in touch with us at uh, podcast at dicebreaker.com. That's podcast at dicebreaker. Dot com. Um, so, one of the things you forgot, Wheels, yes. uh, when you mm-hmm. covered what we do every week on the podcast, mm-hmm. is uh-huh. what episode number is this? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> this <laughs> is episode 64. 64. Almost retired. <laughs> That's the sorry? bingo call. Right, okay, <gasps> sorry. I'm an age, I'm guessing, Lois. <laughs> Uh, let's just yeah, back so we... up a little bit for us so everyone we normally <laughs> we normally find out what the bingo call is for the episode number that we're doing there's there's two options uh the one the first one is red raw which is just a plain rhyme mm. um i thought it was a bit boring 64 red raw 
doesn't really work that well either. Yeah, it makes um, me uncomfortable too. Yeah, it makes yeah. me uncomfortable. Yeah. There's no explanation. They just I think go, it feels it ties, it, it ties in with Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, for me. Like, like, <laughs> too much time on the saddle. The best one we've like. had so far, unfortunately, Lolis wasn't here for, which is episode 60 grandma's getting frisky which is one of the oh, best yeah. ones the best i've one. ever seen <laughs> what uh-huh <laughs> it is what it sounds like no yeah 64 uh almost retired is because um the uh re- the pension age or whatever is 65 so thanks bingo next one ties in with that i can't do they have to that swap that around if they go to a different country with different pension laws is that I think there'll be different bingo calls because it'll be a different language. I mean, really let's be honest, they're going to keep pushing that pension age back. So it's <laughs> yeah, just going to exactly. have to keep changing it every oh, year. Oh, right. I thought it was 64 that was almost retired. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's 80, 85 now. <laughs> uh... It's a good thing we're retiring the podcast next week. <laughs> well, not actually. Um... <laughs> well, I mean, we said we were retiring when we run out of bingo calls, so that is fairly soon. Yeah, okay, no, well. we are running out of time. <laughs> Uh, we haven't done 69 yet, so we can't stop now. But anyway, exactly. let's let's crack on with the podcast <laughs> at large. Uh, and we'll start with you, Ross. Tell us a little bit about the games that you've been playing uh, in the past week. And it doesn't just have to be games, by the way. Anything that you think has been interesting happening in your life, you last TV night. shows. Yeah. I mean, now, now not only do I have to seem like I play games, I also have to seem like I've got a life. And that is <laughs> You're asking a lot of me here. I, luckily, balance, luckily, yeah. the, luckily, the game side I've got covered. Mm-hmm. The, the, the rest, not a lot's occurred. So <laughs> this week, um, because I, I can stream and I know how to stream online, I streamed Chronicles of Crime 1900 Ooh. over Zoom with my sister so she could see the board game. on the t- Chronicles of Crime is a cooperative detective game where you're working together to solve cases. And it uses your phone. It has like an app and you scan like a series of QR codes on your phone and you'll scan them to like talk to a suspect and ask them about uh, different uh, items that you've found and go to different locations. You can even look around the crime scene. Yeah, there's like, there's like a sort of VR like yeah, 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 yeah. investigation thing, right? Which is really cool. Anyway, like I was able to, I've, I've figured out previously how to share my phone on screen like mm-hmm. on a zoom call um so she could see when we looked around the scene what was going on anyway me and my sister uh got 100 out of 100 so we're a crack team oh, of wow. detectives that was the tutorial right is that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i think that um, like gives you the license to actually start a detective agency i mean sure. like if the photography thing doesn't it? work out it's definitely a fallback plan yeah. for me um <laughs> So otherwise, I also played uh, Under Falling Skies, which is a solo-only game, uh, and that is uh, a bit like Space Invaders for the... I'm aging myself, but the people who know what that means, which is basically a big grid, and there's a mothership, and there's these little alien ships getting lower and lower towards you, and you're trying to like blow them up. But you're also, you're also trying to research how to stop the mothership um, so that like, you... you and you're excavating the base, etc. There's like a couple oh, of different okay. things you're doing, but it's a really cool little puzzle, and it's got a campaign mode in it, which I haven't tried yet, but if anyone is interested in solo games, it's, it's always cool when it's actually really well thought out, and it's not just like a slimmed-down version of the regular. Yeah. I didn't know there were that many like elements to it, because I've, I've, um, I've played Flip Ships, which is like the dexterity mm. game version. 
but that's literally just like ships are coming, destroy them, just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize there was like a whole narrative arc <laughs> that could be explored. In... Yeah, I mean, I don't know how deep it is because I've not tried it yet, mm. but um. But yeah, there's like a little campaign thing, which I guess it just introduces some new, maybe some new abilities or stuff. I don't know. Um, also, I played uh, Railroad Inc. Lush Green Edition, mm. a Railroad Inc. challenge. Oh, uh, I've Lush got that right Green. here, actually. There we go. Okay. Right off screen. So whilst Wheels is picking it up, Railroad Inc. is a game Ooh. where you roll a bunch of dice and you'll get uh, highways or roads and, and railroad tracks. And you're trying to create like a vast network of road and rail that connects with all these different exit ways um, to score points. In the new edition, uh, it comes with objective cards, um, which kind of gives you a new way to score. It also has like little buildings on the map, which can give you tiny little abilities. So it's like Railroad Inc. Plus, I would describe it as. I'm like furiously doing B-roll in the background, <laughs> trying to keep up with all the things yeah. that Ross is saying for all of the people who are not going to watch the live video and just put, listen to it anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, we're getting ASMR. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, getting box ASMR. It's all about going the extra mile. Yeah, no, I really yeah. like... Um, so I, I never played the original Railroad Inc., um, but we got sent a challenge. I think I spoke about it on the podcast we did with Tony Facinda, uh, which was a couple of weeks ago. Um, but the the digital version as well is absolutely lovely like genuinely really really mm. nice like because i've played a lot of digital versions of board games um i think we've got uh evolution codes just sending through to us recently actually so a little bit of a north star plug for you but um thanks i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like there's um there's quite a few sort of like quite janky offerings that i've played before um i won't sort of name and shame but like a lot of the a lot of the sort of board game uh, digital versions seem quite sort of rushed out the door, whereas like Railroad Inc., despite like it's obviously quite like a a simple thing to show visually because it's already kind of just like you know you're crossing paths and all that kind of stuff. But there is just that little sort of like element of polish that they put in, like there's little illustrations and all that kind of stuff that pop up when you finish routes mm. and all that kind of thing. It's really nice. <laughs> it's genuinely really yeah. good. It's, it's funny because you know there's like certain like themes and board games that get used a lot like mm. trains is one yeah. um yeah. uh space is one yeah zombies there's lots of different things i find actually thinking about it like train games is actually it's quite a strong one i like any train mm. game that i'm thinking of i'm like yeah that's a good one and that's a good mm. one Except for Ticket to Ride, obviously that's really let that side down. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess <laughs> tell us how you really feel. Any uh -oh. chance to talk about uh -oh. how Lolis doesn't like, like Ticket to Ride? <laughs> <laughs> but genuinely, like, oh, ticket, to I mean, ride... like, ticket to Ride is a good game. I just did, don't like. It. Did Ticket to Ride wrong you, like in a previous <laughs> life or something? Like, okay. It's just boring. <laughs> I've never but, played um... it. I'd like to. I want to see. What have I... you tried? Like the, the the shorter versions, like yeah, Ticket to Ride I have New the York. Yeah, have you yeah, played yeah. Europe? Because that is the definitive. Yes. Yeah, that's the definitive one. Yeah, so if you don't like, like that, that's fine. If you don't like Ticket to Ride, you don't want to play it for ninety minutes. Like tw twenty yeah. minutes Ticket to Ride makes more sense, right? But if you're like, why don't you play Ticket to Ride for an hour and a half? If you don't like it, <laughs> it's not gonna, I'm going to win I, you over. I I think I played Europe once many years ago, so I don't really remember anything about it. So I'd be wanting to give that another go, but like, it's just yeah, just you know. So the the best thing about Europe is you get little stations that allow you to borrow somebody else's route, which means mm. that you can't get blocked quite as much, okay. which makes it a bit yeah. less a bit well, less annoying. Well, I don't think that's the 
that's not my problem in Ticket to Ride though. Because <laughs> the thing is, I like games like that, right? You know yeah. I like games like that. My problem with Ticket to Ride is that it's dull. <laughs> it's just boring. <laughs> Ross, what's, what's, a, what's a train game that you hate? <laughs> but the sta- stations though. And they and 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 they stop you getting bored. That's good. <laughs> I think when it, I I as I said, like train train games is quite a strong like it's it's a it's a theme that's quite strong i think when it comes to board games and i think they're just mm. better train games like cult express mm-hmm. um i wouldn't i don't know cult, cult, cult express a train game i know it's set on a train anyone doesn't know it's it's cowboys <laughs> running along a train robbing it yeah um which is, which is not like that you can't like Ticket to Ride versus Carl Express. It's kind of very... <laughs> I wouldn't Ooh. say that they were like colleagues, you know? Like uh, no, I think it's a train game. Thank you very much. Train train adjacent, sure. It's got a train in it. The train is 3D and it's the train very important. In it's a is very, imp- it's yeah. a very important part of the game. It's like the main part of the game. I'm sure. not going to hear anything else. But also it could be like a boat. And it would still make sense. <laughs> if they were riding no. on dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it's a train robbery. No, you're right. <laughs> so yeah. you've, really, you've really got me there. Uh, <laughs> out of all the games you've been playing this week, what's been your favourite, Ross? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Big question. I think on the spot. it might be... Uh, Ticket for the possibility, <laughs> ticket to ride your no. For the possibility of what the campaign will be like. So basically, it's it's the imagined future of this game, which wow. is un, un, under okay, falling okay. skies. Because I'm like, there's a campaign, and I haven't even tried it, and I mm. like the base mm. game. So what does that mean? It so feels that... a bit like you didn't like any of the games, so you're having to make up a potential. <laughs> I, what I'm going to say is, I loved them all equally, and mm-hmm. every board game is special to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please hire me to photograph them. <laughs> <laughs> like a child, yes. Um... <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> you got no, you got. I got you. <laughs> I think I think live men uh, special to you like a child, not photographing yeah, like no, a child. Not that. No. I am I am very much like a child, so I was like, okay, it could go either way. The ultimate dig. Um, <laughs> Ross, you are a child. I've no. got two older sisters, so I'm just expecting to 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 get a dig at some point. I'm the, yeah, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest of four, so I'm I'm very very used to being at the receiving end of some crap. <laughs> Um, it's funny actually i'm the youngest and i never think i never consider myself as the youngest Liv, you're technically the youngest and oldest exactly i was gonna say i'm a i'm an only child oh i was like how does that work <laughs> science, I, science I was like, riddle. my mind was like doing that maths meme <laughs> i was like flying about. does she have like an older sibling but then she has a younger sibling and it's like i don't know <laughs> And I just took over. I was like, actually, no, I'm the oldest and the youngest. <laughs> right. Well, Liv, what have you and the twin that you absorbed in the womb been playing? <laughs> oh, yes. Myself and Felicity. Why do I always go to Felicity? I don't um, know. <laughs> um, Probably asking a therapist. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, <laughs> so uh, I've been playing surprise surprise i blame lowly's but star realms playing more of that well you've been playing more star realms than me yeah i have probably um <laughs> i think i'm getting better sorry i've just noticed in the podcast doc that um uh, lowly's just typed poops next to yep. what 
she's been playing cool um yeah no uh, <laughs> behind the scenes um but uh yeah no so that's fun i think i'm getting better lilies i think which is cool is, is, that, is, that, is that the is that the app you've been playing Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. exactly yes um we did a stream a few weeks ago now where um those coached me on how to play and um been putting putting that coach into the test and getting better although i keep getting <laughs> tagged on twitter by people who've played against me and just gone oh good job <laughs> 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 no but like uh, it's it's very fun it's like oh thanks for helping me learn so you know but um Aww. yeah but yeah no so that's been fun i have played two sessions of D this week uh-huh. yeah um we have a homebrew game on monday during this homebrew um we were stunned for a minute during combat so that was great for a, a bunch of us um we eventually got out of it uh, so that was yeah great combat loved it um, <laughs> That's um, D combat. <laughs> is that like the equivalent of like a just like a, a gang of fighting goats? And yeah. Just yeah. All going, and just all go on the floor. Turning out to the fight and immediately collapsing. <laughs> Basically, there was this huge like metal cat that just kind of did the inception at us, oh, yeah. and then we yeah, and then we couldn't move for a bit. It's fine. Um, we survived, so that was good. Um, last night I played more of the Icewind Dale campaign. Uh, once again, we're in spoilery location, but it's very good. Um, the my character's ex is back on the scene. <gasps> this is I know. <laughs> um, so so something that's quite fun about Icewind Dale is that when you start the campaign, you can like get a secret that like every character has a secret that they can they can act on during the campaign. Um, mm. I was like, yeah, no, I'm obviously going to take this one that allows me to choose any character, any NPC we meet during the game, and say we dated um (laughs) i think i may have chosen the big bad we'll find out (laughs) um are those two D &D companies you were playing this week were they with the same group or different groups different groups yes wow you've got um, your you've got it together (laughs) can i I just say i love the idea of having this like back pocket twist to whatever like situation you find yourself in like the x thing because it means you meet a character that's already interesting and then you have that whole like daytime tv soap like like oh no live you are the father (laughs) (laughs) uh it the lights swoop around and then land (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm doing here you know yeah Okay. <laughs> can you chat everyone in chat can we just check that you know what Lolita's is doing <laughs> no no yeah no i think i think everyone knows what you're doing Lolita. <laughs> you know uh okay. you know <laughs> yeah, they, they like, they're still and then there's something dramatic happens so they all move around <gasps> and then they just still like on, the weakest on like a spotlight like, like the weak so when you say they, you mean the lights, not like right. the cast <laughs> all like running around the set. They do a little salsa. I mean, I think I think that'd be fun actually having just people running around the yeah. set. Like the lights stay 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 uh, still, but the people run around. What if? It's just as like as like mm-hmm. a special reward for doing something on Dicebreaker. You get to become our spotlights, and we just get people to like hold a flashlight and just run around, <laughs> <laughs> hold it over each member of the cast as something happens. Is that a reward? Yes, like a reward. It sounds like a cracking reward. <laughs> Please email so us. Uh... <laughs> Please email you us. Can shine a light, you can shine a light. shine a really bright light right in someone's face. Exactly. That's something Probably mine. Probably yeah. mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> for making you do that. To shine. Look, it's voluntary, all right? Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a voluntary reward. Yeah, it's... no, you don't have to redeem a reward, you know? Like, okay, Aurora, it's a reward so oh. good, we're already backing out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Anything else I love that. Season? Yeah, I love mm. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no. Sorry. I, um, but I will say as well, the moment where um, it was revealed that that person was my character's ex, it wasn't as dramatic and 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 cool as it sounds. It was just mostly my character slamming another character against the wall and just being like, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do. Oh my god, please! Oh my god, help me! Oh god!" Um, but yeah. Apart from that, we also played on Wednesday. We played Monster Hearts too. We did. RPG, yeah. I was part of that. It's the only yeah. thing I've played this week. <laughs> <laughs> I also was there, and that was also the only thing I played this week. Great. <laughs> We're good. We're good at this. We're good at our yeah. jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Tell um, us about running Monster Hearts 2, Liv. Okay. Well, don't mind if I do. Uh, MCing, yeah. should I say. Oh yes, emceeing Master of Ceremonies yeah. it was me. Um, they yeah, rapped was... the entire time. I did. It was top tier. <laughs> I was going to try and make a rhyme there, but I couldn't think of one. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Monster Hearts too is um, is like um, a high school drama RPG, but also everyone's secretly a monster. Mm-hmm. Ooh. As you could probably tell from the spoilers, oh, I know. Wrong, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, you get to if you you play like player characters get to select um, a skin which can be like a vampire or a ghost or whatnot, um, and um, yeah, your character de- get that character gets to do different things depending on what skin they have and what their kind of places in the school and blah blah blah. Um, and yeah, it was it was a very like um, it was very fun to put together. But also, especially with powered powered by the apocalypse as a system, it's more about the RPG kind of aspect, like the role playing aspect of things, rather than mm. like a combat aspect. So basically, all I had to do was just let everyone loose to just like talk to each other and make connections with the NPCs and with each other, and it was honestly pretty easy. It didn't do much. I didn't do much. <laughs> It's really um, nice. I like um, mm-hmm. systems. I'm not like the super like systems heavy kind of person when I play. Like I've played D and D, but it took me a while to get into the rhythm because you're like, wait a minute, what can I do again? Which yeah. like, because I because I've not played it very much, kind of drew me away from it a little bit. So I like the appeal of, of role playing games where people are just just free to roam. Mm. Absolutely. I yeah. Think, I think that's one of the like reasons that powered by the powered by the apocalypse is the system is run on. And I think one of the reasons it's so popular is it literally frames itself as whenever you want to do this, follow these steps. So you just mm-hmm. got like a little menu in front of you. And it's like, what do mm. I want to do? I'll do this. And then you just you just follow it, you know? So it makes it, rather than being like, memorize all these rules and then all these spells and then all your stats and all that kind of stuff and then have it all on like four sheets. It makes it a lot more approachable to just be like, well, I want my character to do this. Well, that sounds like one doing this, so I'll, I'll do that. And then it's it's a it's a lot easier to to sort of jump into doing something interesting. So, like one of the examples we had was one of them was just like whenever you try to keep your cool, 
Um, so there were moments where like I wasn't trying to achieve anything, but I was I was rolling on myself to see if my character kept their cool because it was fun to see if they actually would like start storming <laughs> off or like you know, um, which ended up like in this huge blow up between mine and Lily's yeah, character. Um, but I think spoilers. Well, look, that's all I'm gonna say. But to find out what the blow up was, exactly. You... Not available now. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we did an all queer playthrough um, of Mozart's 2.0. Uh, with live running it is available on the channel right now we streamed it yesterday as of this going out um which would have been the 24th no, wednesday yeah oh my Pretty god i think wednesday. it's i i got the days mixed up on the day as well i thought it was thursday <laughs> yeah. when we did it you were like podcast tomorrow and it was like no no <laughs> <laughs> so the 23rd <laughs> um yeah as part of uh, pride month but go have a check out that because genuinely Probably one of the best RPG playthroughs we've ever put out on Dicebreaker. It was yeah. so good. Not I to like, slug. not to like rag on Matt because he was the only one not there. He <laughs> <laughs> supported us from the sidelines. It's fine. Um, yeah, I really, 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 really enjoyed it. It was great. Ah, good, good, yeah. good, good. Um, but yeah, I, I guess um, it was very it, sexy, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> well, another, another dummy yeah. user in chat says the only disappointment was that no one got to do a proper sex move. So. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Ross, just to rewind for Ross, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, wait, what? Is, was my internal reaction there? Well, so it's a game about teenagers, right? And like, teenagers have sex. I'm shocking, I know. Um, but there well, is disgusting, really. <laughs> disgusting. Uh, there, like, if your characters ever have sex, then you get to like do a special move. <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Look, we've all got our special moves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. No. Um, but yeah, so like, for example, The Ghost, um, which is the uh, one of the playbooks that we were using. I won't say who because we were, we were being secretive about it during the Let's Play. Um, mm. But they got to, like share a secret between them whenever whenever that happened or like you know mm. some people like you know pull strings on people because maybe they're a bit of a heartbreaker all that kind of stuff um but yeah it's like it, it's a system that's really interesting because it's built from the ground up to be like this is about uh kind of quite volatile teens all interacting with each other in like a quite dangerous environment because they don't know what's going to happen with the sort of like their inner self kind of thing Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I had a great time. I had a lovely time. I think that's probably one of my favorite Powered by the Apocalypse RPGs I've played so far. Because um, I'm not a massive fan of the system in general. Like, I, I think it's fine. Um, but that was probably one of my favorite iterations of it. I don't know how mm -hmm. much PBTA stuff you guys have played. Not much. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lodi, you I only the... ever play RPGs on Dicebreaker. So mm. if I've played it on Dicebreaker, that's your answer. Yeah, you okay. played. You did. You have technically played Powered by the Apocalypse before because we played um, World of Wrestling, right? Which was also Powered. It's, it's you know. When oh you've got, like, yeah, I didn't really. Enjoy is that, that is World of Wrestling the one where it's like a WrestleMania? Exactly. Like, yeah, I've played that. That's okay. really fun. <laughs> or at least like the theme's very fun. Again, that was like I, one of the first RPGs I ever played. Yeah, it was, it was, it was live on first. stage, and I was like, yeah. "This isn't terrifying." <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> yeah, what a time to learn. <laughs> what was what was your wrestler? My wrestler, because uh, this was in Canada, I was like, "Well, I've got to, I've got to British it up, right? Mm. I've got to take advantage of the. If I've got nothing else going for me, I've got an accent." <laughs> so I was like, "I was Mad Merlin," and so 
Merlin of Arthurian fame. Mm. I was like, what's he what's he doing these days? Oh, well, he's a <laughs> what's he up to? <laughs> he's a pro wrestler, of course. Um, so That's great. That, that was that was who that was who I was. I'm imagining he's just like fallen off the wagon. <laughs> he, he is. Uh, he's past his best. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> yeah, that's another let's play that you can catch on YouTube.com forward slash Dicebreaker, the channel that you're already watching. Um, that was. <laughs> oh. oh no, that wasn't. Never mind. What were you gonna say? Sorry. I think that was like one of the first RPGs that I did on the channel where I wore a full costume. Uh, one and of. I was I so nervous. I don't think it was the it. first, but it was definitely one of. I yeah, think if there's if there's gonna be any RPG where you wear a costume, it's gonna be a wrestling one, right? Yeah, Lonely, I wore Lonely's, like what was the what was the get up? I wore a long pink wig, um, and then I had like this pink leotard thing and like um leopard print shorts. <laughs> uh <laughs> Like, I think like, that, I mean you like can only really wrestlers. Like yeah, yeah. wrestlers you've seen, really Ross, you've seen wrestling before, right? You, you know? could see. I mean, you could only see from like here up, so really you could only see. With the leopard print shorts for confidence, like that well, was like. A... I mean, I was in the office, so I didn't really want to like a leotard is quite you know they would, <laughs> it was a show a lot, so it's I all, had to wear. It's, <laughs> it's a real power move, just going into work in a leotard. <laughs> Just, just so you're aware. I was nervous enough as it was yeah. a short song. <laughs> just so you're aware, by the way, like we we called that let's play Spinebreaker. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah. like that is the vibe we were giving off that like your bright hair metal eighties vibe. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I had a great time with that. Um, so sorry, back to where we were. Bad by the apocalypse. Uh, it's good sometimes. Uh, Lolies, you've not yeah. been much up to not been up to much games wise this week. But is there anything interesting no. happening? I, I haven't played board games. I've barely played video games even. I don't I don't I'm trying to think what I've done in the last week. <laughs> I've been watching football. Uh, okay, obviously yeah, yeah. the Euros are on and Germany's gone through uh -huh. Um it shout, was, oh shout out to Neuer for the uh rainbow protests as well when uh, yes. playing Hungary as well. Yeah, because um, well, they yeah. wanted to like light up the stadium, didn't they? And they mm -hmm. they got re rejected for you it. But Noya wore, <laughs> yeah, Noya wore like a little um, I don't know what those arm bracelet things armbands. are called, which was armbands, nice. Yeah. yeah, armbands. Um, so yeah, that was great because they they wait, what was the first match they played against Portugal? Mm -hmm. They drew, drew. No, against France, we lost. We lost against France. That was the first match. And I was like, right, off to a bad start. Um, and then against Hung, against somebody else. <laughs> You've been watching the football, have you? Yeah. Against, oh, against Portugal, we this got four, four, two was the score, I think. And I was like, and I think I bet on that one. Um, I won't. won't I, I had won't an onion betting. attached to my belt, which was of course the fashion <laughs> at the time. <laughs> but we we won against. Wait, oh yeah, we won against Portugal, uh -huh. and then against Hungary was the last match, and Hungary the in the draw, first right? ten minutes went one up. Yeah, uh, and it was like, oh my god, if we lose this, we might not make it through because Portugal were also playing, so it was also dependent on what Portugal were doing in their match against France, I think. And it was just very, very stressful. And then, like Germany didn't score the second point until after the first half, I believe. And then, as soon as they scored, Hungary scored again, so it was two-one all of a sudden. And it was like, oh my god, I'm freaking out because if we don't win this, 
Germany's going to go out again. Um, Because the last time they played was like the Worlds a couple of years ago. And it was the first year I've been wanting like a Germany jersey for years and years and years. But obviously, <laughs> jerseys are expensive. Yeah. And I bought a Germany jersey finally for the Worlds a couple of years ago. And they went out after the first round. And I went, oh. like, it was after being like the world champions um, a couple of years before. And then they went out and I was like, oh my God, are you serious? Like what? And also the other it's thing like, is- I in the jersey. <laughs> I was working at Big Potato at the time and we had a, um, what are those called? When you like pick a team out of a hat. Oh, and... uh, pool, something pool. Something. Yeah, pool, pool. You know the thing, right? Yeah, and cool. um, and so, and I really, really wanted Germany and I happened to draw Germany and everyone was like, Ooh. oh, it's a fix, it's a fix. <laughs> and then they went out straight away and I was like, I, I can't believe the one year I drew Germany and I actually bought the jersey they went out. So I was really scared that was happening in sweepstakes. Thank you very much, chat. Sweet um, Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yes. So anyway, I was really scared Sweeper that was happening stakes. again. And in the end, though, they drew to all. And Germany's gone through, and they're playing England. They on are Tuesday. playing. I was gonna. I was waiting for that. They are playing England on Tuesday, so I think that's gonna be quite Yeah. Funny. I live with an English person, and so Ooh. one of us is gonna be very upset on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Germany have got fight. a real good track record for knocking England out of tournaments. Mm -hmm. so... They do, but they've also been playing like bad. Yeah. So, so like I was saying, because I was like chatting with my my family about it because they've been watching as well and like I, th I think genuinely out of all the options we had germany are probably the best best chance we've got because like they've they've had the most mixed results so far so yeah they're we'll they're playing bad and like i don't know if you saw that game but like i i like sani i'd never seen him play because i don't watch football outside of like the worlds and euros and uh Louv didn't take him to the worlds a few years ago so I hadn't seen him play there. And I all I heard the whole time was like, Sunny's so good, Sunny's so good. And I was watching him play against Hungary and I was like, you are the worst <laughs> I've ever seen. Please go away. And I was like, please take him off the pitch. He was just <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's something I wanted to say about Sunny. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much how I've been. I mean, that was only one match, but it feels mm. like that's the biggest thing I did. <laughs> it was a real emotional journey is what you've told mm. us. That oh, was yeah. It was, it was. Um, love that you're having a good time that's what i love oh can i also mention about so the last time i worked in we had a sweepstakes as well for mm -hmm. the worlds or whatever it was um the we world did... cup can the we world... <laughs> what's worlds sounds like I a counter-strike competition <laughs> so we uh so we did the sweepstakes and there it was a very it's a very it was a very small team um so um the winner was france i think um the person who drew that was the office dog, Luna. Um, oh. <laughs> Shout um, out to Luna. So she won, and but the, um, uh, her owners donated it to a Greyhound Trust, which is like, oh. like a, a I mean, that's nice, but they should have yeah. bought Luna something really good. I mean, they should have bought yeah. Luna. Yeah, yeah I would have just what did Luna, Luna get? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luna got Luna's got her own hedge fund now, so <laughs> <laughs> Luna's invested in in several different properties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I've I once again have not been playing much uh, this week. I have played Monster Hearts, obviously. Um, I have been watching the football a little bit. I've I've I, every time a match is on, I'm like, oh crap, we have a match on, isn't it? And it's already like halfway through, and I'm just like completely forgotten. <laughs> um, but I've actually been, and I can talk about this because I'm not planning to sell it. But I've been making, uh, I've been learning how to make video <laughs> games recently. <laughs> um, I've been like making a little digital card game, which is quite fun. 
Uh, and it's it's weird because I like I literally saw um Kurt McKean has just started doing a like article series about like learning how to use Unity as well. So th- this is it. This is where all of the game journalists just start making their own games. This is <laughs> this is when it begins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah, I've been using Construct, which is like a little uh it like it literally runs in a browser. Like it's really, really yeah. cool. Oh. Um so I've I've literally just been like saving my game to like Google Drive and I can like do it on my laptop or do it on my PC or wherever I'm at. Um and I'm yeah, I've just like I've got like a uh a friend of a friend who does pixel art who's gonna just sort of like collab as well it's, gonna, it's really fun it's like cool. it's good to i have so many hobbies that i've ended up monetizing it's good to have something where i'm just like no i'm just doing this because i want to and i don't have to do it for anyone what oh chat, chat just reminded me that i played tetris 99 yesterday you did play tetris 99 nice yesterday. Tetris 99 is so hard to win. It's like, it's like impossible to yeah. win. Yeah. Well, I you've played got it with one in nine Johnny no was chances, it. Yeah. <laughs> it, Statistically, it's not impossible. Fine. <laughs> I mean, that's technically the same as Fortnite, but, you know. It's yeah. fine. Um, so, we'll move on after we've had our nice little chat about all the games that we've been playing. Uh, and this is going to be a weird one because. This, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is one of the first times, I don't know if this has happened before, but this is probably, no. uh, yeah, this is the first time that we've ever been on a podcast with none of the people who write the news, and we're going to talk <laughs> about the news. <laughs> we're going to do our best. So this is fun. We've got mm. no me and we've got no Matt. So, um, as you can probably expect, uh, there's been a lot about the new Magic the Gathering set that's coming out, which is based on Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, hold for lives applause um so there <laughs> uh, for those of you who are just tuning in it's your first episode of this or uh if you have not watched us in a while we used to sort of like give like a quite dry reading about all of the news stories that have been happening but now we just kind of like you know condense it down into the most interesting things that have been happening recently and like pretty much our entire uh homepage has just been magic the gathering dnd magic the gathering dnd magic the gathering dnd so we can't really talk about anything else um but uh, for a quick update, so basically, uh, the Forgotten Realms uh, is going to be the the setting for the next Magic: The Gathering set. Uh, if you've not played Magic: The Gathering before, there's like a sort of uh, a new set, like every I think it's like three or four times a year. Um, so the last one was Strixhaven, which was like a sort of magical school theme. Ooh, what could this be about? No turfs. Um, it could also <laughs> be like uh, there was like a Theros one, which is like ancient Greek myths, but not. Uh, and this one is set in the law of Dungeons and Dragons, which is, I, I think, is is like a, an obvious crossover for a number of reasons. One, they're both owned by the same company, so like it's pretty pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but D and D have have been putting out sort of setting source books based around the Magic the Gathering planes for a little while now. So there was like a Theros book. Um, there was the Guilds of Ravnica, I believe it's called, um, which was also a setting book as well um but the fun thing about this new set is they have these cards called dungeons where you actually have like so they're kind of like the saga cards if anyone's played with those before where you have like a little token every turn you basically like okay all right look, okay here's magic 101 what is a saga card because loading's yes, just shaking ahead the saga <laughs> card is a card that instead of it just having an instant effect it triggers a new effect every turn until it kills itself not kills itself discards itself you know what i mean um so mm-hmm. like yeah that sorry that went a lot darker than i was expecting <laughs> um so like you'll have like the first effect then the second and the third and then usually they have three or whatever this works in the same way where like you move the little token every time to get a new effect 
but you have a branching path because it's a dungeon. So you get to choose, oh, am I going to go left and get this card effect, or am I going to go right and get this mm. card effect and stuff like that. And then once you get to the bottom of the dungeon, you get a cool reward. Um, so the the dungeons that they have uh, in the set, there's only three, which is kind of weird. Um, just like just based on the amount of cards they usually put in these sets. Uh, but there is the Tomb of Annihilation. Liv, that's name. yeah, yes, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, yes, you know that one. Yeah. yeah, Dungeon <laughs> of the Mad Mage. Liv. Also, yep. Yeah, also, uh, that's a thing. I have a. <laughs> green i think is to do with that good cool. excellent and then the last one i actually do know which is the lost mine of Fandelva, which is the DD starter set um it's the little like box that comes with all the stuff you need to play um so yeah so that's interesting they've got like a new keyword called venture um and you get to like complete stuff and there's like cards that oh obviously like everything in the set will will be based around that kind of so the the thing in strictly last time was uh lessons so you could sort of like learn which was the card effect and you basically get to take a card from out of the game and put it into your hand so this is like the new keyword that they're playing around with in this set um which is interesting yeah exactly <laughs> you have to do like a matrix thing whenever you're like um but yeah so <laughs> uh there's a few things that have been um supplementary to that so for example some of the DD cards will have stat blocks and adventure hooks for use in the rpg so like there is a flumph card oh, um, i love a flumph Lolis, you remember Flumps? Yeah, I remember. You don't look very excited about Are you about in for reaction? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, little kind of jellyf jellyfish-ish looking guys who fly around and then also turn different colours based, based on their mood. They fold mood poison, mm. yeah, yeah, as well. Mm -hmm. So they're fun. Um, <laughs> like, for example, there's a card for them. They have a, a stat block on the back. I, to be honest, I think I'd be into this. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have to find out. I know I'm not very excited. But, like, <laughs> I, I know that. I've I been like much... falling asleep throughout this entire thing. <laughs> uh, genuinely, I'm I really think... excited about it. <laughs> I think I'd like it. It's got like it's got like a lot of nods to kind of classic characters and stories and like items and things. For, so like if you're a if you're a big D and D lore buff, I think there's definitely going to be a few things in there for you. Uh, Liv, I'm assuming that's you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like Forgotten Realms lore is not something that I am particularly well versed in. Um, it's more um, the modern um, stuff I've been embroiled with. Uh, but um, but I know that they have a lot of funny names. That's that's Excellent. what I have to offer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's also going to be uh, like um, like a sort of uh you know like it, with, with every sort of release of of a new D, &D thing now they'll they'll put out like short stories and, and all that kind of stuff so like they'll they'll build on the lore and all that kind of thing i don't know how much of that is going to be like something that affects the world of D, &D itself like is there going to be like cross reading where you have to like read an ebook on the magic the gathering site to understand like your source book that you're playing D, &D with or something i don't know uh it's it's all just so, a corporate nightmare. <laughs> uh, I think I saw on D and D Beyond that there is a Strixhaven source book that's coming soon. Oh really? So, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. There's sure. a lot of things going on then. Um, mm. I like yeah. the idea that the subtitle for the new new release, new cycle, is just corporate nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just it's the new D and D Magic the Gathering set subtitle. Hasbro owns your house now. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that uh, apparently 
is something that people were asking is no there's not going to be any critical role stuff in the cards okay uh, <laughs> but <laughs> one thing that's more exciting um which i think everyone here will be interested in which we, i think we briefly talked about in the dice breaker um slack channel which is uh thank you for highlighting that for me in the google dot there ladies um Deimos academy uh with uh designers including banana chan who made um oh god what was it called um the rpg that we played on the channel whose name has slipped through my head Jiangxi, uh yes which is uh a game about sort of like chinese american immigrants running a um a restaurant during the day and then like fighting vampires during the night which is very cool, cool. has it got um, that really beautiful cover incredible by... cover yeah, yeah Con- conchai maria i think exactly is the... yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah banana chan has been releasing like a new game like every month like it's it's incredibly banana impressive busy yeah, yeah. Been very very busy uh but this one sounds incredibly cool this is called deimos academy um it is a stephen king inspired horror oh, yeah. rpg that is played inside yeah, of right. a coloring book yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's like it's I'm like yet. they it's like they said lolis would you like an rpg just as the title yeah. of the book um <laughs> but this is really cool so a horror rpg which takes place part of me at the boarding school that all the player characters attended when they were children um banana chan it's like that... is, is it like layers of fear it is that like yeah mm-hmm. sure it, like... It, it it seems to be it vibes right because it's that whole Definitely. like returning to a childhood's like trauma thing mm-hmm. um but apparently players will use like a paper doll to represent their character in the game and you're oh. able to color them in to give them a distinct look Mm-hmm. um and then the players will make their way through the boarding school and they'll have to roll for certain fears whenever they enter particular rooms um there's going to be like sensitivity consultants and stuff like that to make sure that it's not too like damaging or, or triggering True. and have the mm-hmm. you know the uh the relevant content warnings and all that kind of stuff uh but it sounds fascinating like i'm i'm all for games that are using like really weird and wacky ways of like interpreting rpg rules like like yeah dread... it's gmless as well which is cool exactly yeah like I, it almost feels like it's got that kind of like choose your own adventure book style kind of like driven mm. narrative through a thing that you're flipping through kind of thing which is kind of interesting mm. um but yeah like i love games that are like you know like dread you play with jenga tower or like um, yeah there's one of the there's like a solo journaling thing where you like you have to flip a coin and then do a little drawing thing before the coin uh lays down which was part of zine quest and all that kind of stuff what's the one with all the candles and you, and you 10 candles and candles yeah. yeah yeah i just didn't know how many i was like i know it's not i know it's not 16 candles yeah. hello everyone and welcome to another session of the one with all the candles <laughs> um yeah no yeah so like i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm all i was for... like i work in marketing so I was like, Great. <laughs> no, you don't work for the marketing department of that rpg that's all that matters um yeah so i'm i'm all for uh stuff like this i'm really really interested to see how this comes out um but yeah those are those are two of the the biggest stories that have been on the website recently there is other stuff on there as well including uh mian's opinion on critical role campaign two's finale uh which liv had some thoughts on as well mm. um we've got m partlow back uh to discuss more warhammer uh we've got chase on arc the rpg that we've been playing on the channel recently by mementos uh me and has done an interview with the stonewall designer which is a game about um lgbt uh riots um, and we've also got celebrity D and D games. Uh, I don't know what the what the context of that is. It just says celebrity D and D games. So yep. look out just for that. Just read what you see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, but I'm gonna look. I'm gonna hand over to you, Lolis, because um, technically this, Ross was your special guest. You invited him on, so I would like okay. you to explain to him. Oh, <laughs> oh. The special game that we've concocted. Ah, I've right. already explained. It's fine, right? Oh, okay. So the special game for this week is uh, obviously because it's a podcast. I, I, I didn't read what you sent me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. It's Love a good thing we're it. explaining it then, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, so obviously, because we're this is technically a podcast, we can't just show each other. Uh, I mean, board games, and then try and guess what they are. That would be stupid anyway, because you could just what's read what this, it is. What's this game? I'm having <laughs> what's this board game? Well, it says <laughs> Gloomhaven. So, <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to be doing is uh, we're all going to just pick a few board games and uh, just vaguely describe the cover and see if the other people can guess what game it is mm-hmm. um this may or may not work <laughs> we've never tried this before as i'm explaining it i kind of feel like this ca- could be really dull okay, but also right. this could be hilarious so here's, here's, mm-hmm. here's the like the rules though right okay yeah so you're gonna grab a popular board game uh like you can just search on board game i've got one like yeah mm-hmm. um Ooh. try and try and get one that most people would have heard of uh sure. you are then gonna describe to us the um the cover art of the board game mm-hmm. with a twist you cannot say any of the nouns that you're describing so imagine it like you know like a sort of um monikers or articulate style thing so like for example if i had like a picture of a train i would have to say it's it's like a box on wheels that runs on metal <laughs> lines for example <laughs> Wow. So it, ha- it like it has to be as vague as physically possible, and then the okay. first person to get it will get an arbitrary point that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, damn! Everyone in chat is saying, "Is it Camel Up?" <laughs> yeah, I knew you would do that, ladies. I, knew I was you gonna do it, and oh. you would say, "Oh, it looks really ugly and stupid." <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do it as a throwaway one, but they've all ruined it now. So I hope I hope you're happy with yourselves at home. <laughs> Um, Ross, uh, Lolis hates Camel Up. No, no, uh, <laughs> loves Camel Up. I love Camel Up. Second edition artwork. Second edition Camel Up artwork sucks. It makes no sense. I'm not going to argue with you on that. Like, <laughs> too scared to. I'm a I'm a guest here. I don't want to. You know, I, I mean, want to burn this bridge. I don't want to burn this bridge. Ross, like, if you you're if entitled you were to your able opinion. To burn this bridge, then you would just find the twenty underneath it that have already been burned when Loli starts talking about Camelot Second Edition. Can I just ask though, Ross? Just honest opinion. Do you think first or second edition is better? I won't go into it any further than I, your well, answer. I, I, I'm thinking like I prefer the cardboard pyramid to the to the plastic pyramid i think i'm i think i'm a first edition i think i'm a first edition guy like i, I prefer the carpet that was well, like we were there at the start right and all mm. these new fans yeah. getting in on the second edition they don't know they don't yeah. know what it was like i had you, come you got, up before it was even came out in 2014 right? you got, <laughs> you got in on the ground up. floor uh, we like, on like some kind of floor. pyramid scheme or something we were we were there in egyptian, egyptian. times <laughs> we were, like we were the there when the camels were actually racing oh <laughs> <laughs> camels were down actually so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was camels get down back in the day but the man <laughs> decided that was <laughs> that it used to be horse down but now it's <laughs> Horsing down with Alex Lolis. Uh, right. <laughs> so, has anyone got a board game cover yes. ready to roll? Lolis, have, mm-hmm. you, have you gotten something that isn't Camel Up? Yes. Do you want to I start? have, like, 
four, three games ready, so I okay. I'm ready. Perfect. Okay, cool. So, um, <clears throat> there I'm are. I'm gonna close my eyes so I can really get into it. <laughs> I missed. <laughs> on the cover, on the front cover, which is I'm describing. Yes. Is um, <laughs> there's a there's four. Uh huh. What's a noun? Is a noun an item? The like name of dog. the thing. Yeah, it's a name. Okay, a noun so is not... straight, straight from memory here. A noun is a word that describes something, such as a person, place, thing, or idea. In there a sentence, oh, no, wait, nouns can play the way. role of subject, direct object, indirect object, subject complement, object complement, oppositive, or adjective. If you just yeah. want more, that was all from mm -hmm. Ross's brain. Yeah, all that, from that, that like a steel Down trap. Way. Like a steel <laughs> trap. <laughs> right. So there are four uh, human. Um, uh, like you know where your eyes and your ears and everything are. Yes. Okay. That what? area. There's four of those. Faces. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying you're just, to you're just helping water. everyone else, Ross. Um, yeah. I was just blown away by the description. Um, they're quite. They're quite faded. So imagine the opacity at about thirty percent, maybe less. Okay. Um, of of those faces that we've already said. Um, Is it those... second edition? It's not, right? No. <laughs> okay. no. It could be, but it's not. Okay. Um, uh, and those are, and, and, and those are like, it's it's very like a movie poster. And then um, those are... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then those are kind of like in the middle of the board, uh, of the board. And then at the, in the foreground, you've got the main object of the game. Um, and that's kind of where the action happens. It's just, it's and... just like, I was gonna say is this like nations no the mm. color palette i will tell you is a sunset color palette which this some is... people will appreciate this is camel up a second edition lolis i don't know what to tell you <laughs> <laughs> no um, in, my, in my mind all i can see is like one of the like do you ever see the website that's like awkward family portraits yeah. <laughs> it's like a picture of someone like semi-transparent with the family behind them that's all i can yeah. see <laughs> there's um on the right there, I don't want to tell you what the main object is because I think that'll really give it away. Okay. So I'm trying to describe around it. Um, on the right, uh, one of the characters of the game is atop an animal and um, is is riding this animal and is holding a weapon and they're shooting the weapon at somebody on the main object. Cole Express. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> yes! Is the main object a train? I... Yeah. I never would have got that. <laughs> really? I, was, I had no idea what was going on at I all. I didn't know there was four faded faces on it until I was just like examining mm. it. And I was like, oh, yeah. When, when you said shooting, I was like, hold on. <laughs> Even the fact we mentioned Carl Express earlier, would yeah. never, I would never have got mm. there. I would that's never why I picked it. Because I was like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> cool. Okay. Okay. Somebody else. All right. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. okay. All right. Imagine if you will. <laughs> uh again it's a sort of sunsetty palette um mm -hmm. there are lots of human things where eyes and ears and mouths and noses go. <laughs> right uh, <laughs> uh -huh. and they're all sort of composite across the tableau of this box um there's one that has a very large uh like Mouth bottom. <laughs> uh, there's, 
There's one that's made out of wait, hard, wait, shiny uh, ground stuff. Mouth bottom. Mouth bottom. Is it is it mouth bottom the chin or the lip? I can't. I couldn't possibly say. Um, okay. It, right, right, right. Slap bang in the center of the box. There is. <gasps> Speak is out. It... No. Is it Marvel oh. Champions? It is Marvel Champions. Oh. Yes. Okay. Good job. It's a Thanos right. chin. It's Thanos, like a Thanos chin. chin. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Thanos chin. I was like, yeah. A Ooh. mouth bottom. <laughs> mouth bottom. <laughs> I mean, that would technically be a face right. bottom, surely. Yeah, surely a, fa mm. yeah, a face bottom would work. But it's specifically right at the bottom of the mouth. That's right? literally where a bot one of those chin yeah, bums chins, lives yeah. as well. Chin so. bum. I was trying. To, I was trying to figure out how to say "man in lycra" for Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't say "man in lycra." I'm looking at it. Where are you seeing the the chin? Thanos, right, right on the right hand side. Oh, on the right. Okay. Where are you seeing the chin? Like <laughs> me, the chin. Oh. All right, Liv. Okay. It's currently one point to both me and Ross. Okay. Not, not to get you know. Uh -huh. Show me off for you or anything, but oh yeah, no. Ross is currently crushing it. You guys, I, can we end the game here? I feel like I'm <laughs> never Please gonna no. get to this level again. Okay, this one, this one has nothing to do with with human. Human is a noun, which somebody somebody in the chat pointed <laughs> no, out. But... We weren't describing humans; we were describing yeah. faces. Okay, so you yeah. can say things that aren't the word you're describing, basically. Okay, fine. There are no human things with. Eyes and ears and mouths yeah, and whatnot. Okay, okay. Um, it uh, the color palette is kind of a gloomy like. Gloomhaven. No. It's got, it's got <laughs> on, it. on the box. Strong, strong. That would be a oh, faux yeah. pas on my part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it is uh quite yeah gloomy. It's kind of a blue hue. Um, that's going on maybe with a, a little bit of bronze mingled in there. Um, yeah. uh, there is a track on which Camel you... up. Nope. <laughs> take it to ride. Great Western Trail. No. I you know, take away the word track. It's leading you astray. It's okay. it's it's um the track is leading us astray. Got it. Oh yes. Don't think... it's <laughs> a it's a thing on which you would travel in possibly a line. You would travel on there in some kind of vehicle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Speaking of vehicles, there is a vehicle traveling up that thing, and it's slightly Fast old. and the Furious, the board game. No. There is one. Back to the Future, <laughs> the board game. There is one. No. Downforce. <laughs> Not Downforce, no. Um, the... Rallyman <laughs> the... GT. No. It, it focused <laughs> less on the vehicle. I'm... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing you've told us about. I know, I'm trying to do it. There's, there's, a, there's a track, but don't focus on that. And there's yeah. a vehicle on it, but don't think about the vehicle, though. <laughs> It's gonna be my turn soon, and I'm gonna like, eat my words. And I'm gonna eat my words. <laughs> no, it's not roads and boats. Okay, so it's in a very old-fashioned vehicle, um, 1920s era, probably traveling up a thing. Ticket that... to ride Europe. Ticket no, to ride. <laughs> no, it's not. Eldritch Horror. Flam Rouge. <laughs> Arkham Horror. No, but I feel like you're close. You're warm. Um, they're oh, also the... Mansions of Madness. The Betrayal House on the Hill. No, but okay. close. Okay, so it is Arthur heading up to one of those. <laughs> no, it's, Arkham no, Horror of the it's... Card Game. 
No, <laughs> it's heading up. It's heading up to one of those that you mentioned. The big house, the big fancy house. It's heading up to one madness. Of no, the trail house on the hill. Did you no. say? That? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is more niche, probably, than I thought. Maybe. Okay. How um, many spooky house games are there? There's a one that I thought was quite good. Um, Mysterious? <laughs> uh, yes, it's Mysterious! Uh, oh! It's very blue. It is very blue. blue. It's That's very cool. blue. That is, that is good. Mm, that okay. is a good one. That's a good shot. I never, to be honest, I Oof. never really, I know there's a big house. I never really realized there was like a car and a road and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not something mm -hmm. you would take in. That's a really good shout. That was a really good shout. Was, Thank that you. Was, that was good. Strong. All right, right. Oh, uh, indication. <laughs> Currently two one. Mm. All right, this I think this one I think this one might be. This might be a quick one. All right. Okay, you ready, everyone? Good heaven. Your hands on buzzers. No. <laughs> uh, hands on bosoms. Buzzers. Buzzers. <laughs> you. You need it. You need All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hands on buzzers. <laughs> need to check your inner monologue. It's all right. We're on different pages here. Um, all right. So, we've got uh, quite a muted palette okay. to the cover. Quite a muted palette, but it is colourful. Um, and there's lots of uh, patterns going on. Patchwork. Oh, it is patchwork. Told you it was going to be a quick one. Told you it was going to be a quick one. Back around to me. Back around to me. Um, okay, this is the one I, I'm doing. <clears throat> it's a very blue box. Blue and black. More. And there is a, a shape in the distance that oh, yeah. is in, in up high past the clouds. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, up there where the, where the stars live. Um, Far out. No. Okay. <laughs> I actually picked this because I wanted you to think it was Star Realms. Oh. Um, <laughs> I didn't know there was like a hidden betrayer mechanic in there. <laughs> Always is. No. And there's counter. a little. No. There's a little. Um, it's the one called Eclipse. Shiny. That's more spicy. Yeah. There's a little shiny that's poking out from behind the um, the thing that's up there beyond the clouds. Okay. And in in the foreground. There are two figures, two, uh, um, one night figures, werewolf, werewolf. No, two figures like us, um, and we're wearing some kind of special clothing, uh, that you need to survive in this environment. The crew. And yeah. Yes. You tied now, you and Ross, uh, wheels. I think wheels on three. I think it's or two. three two to right. me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you two want to show off at any point, that's fine as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, because here. <laughs> it's because it's when my when it's when it when it's your when it's not my turn to describe, you all you all are really bad at describing. Exactly. Angel Beat suggested camel up after dark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, I think it's me next, right? Yeah, Wheels can't win this one. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> okay. Or can right. he? Very, very vibrant. Um, Azul. No, lots of colours. 
there are four things with broken arms uh, in each of the corners. Uh, one in each corner, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, one is like the middle of your leg deep in in straight line water. <laughs> Flowing what? straight line water. I have li- I've literally no idea what that, what that series of words means. <laughs> Flowing I straight understand. line water. The, I understand the wiggles. it. Okay, yeah, ladies, that's fine. Yeah, I understand. Uh, in the bottom right hand side, uh, one of the figures is uh, wielding both so, a long wooden I said- rod. So it's and not root. It's definitely not root. It's root. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I said that, that before I got yeah. really blown away by the wiggly knee water river thing. <laughs> oh, right. I don't, yeah, I didn't hear. Uh, damn, you guys are too good. Hmm. Okay. I was like, figure in each corner. Yeah. Water. Vibrant. Vibrant. Yeah, vibrant. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, like, in, like, I will say, I did literally post a picture of root like yesterday maybe a little easy for me that one <laughs> yeah, cheating. Uh, i actually wouldn't know the root artwork because unfortunately but yeah uh Liv, you're up right me okay yeah sure okay all right um so uh y- this artwork is uh also very vibrant lots of different colors lots oh, still- no. I'm just going to keep trying. It is very busy. Um, Where's the... Wally? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that a board game? Um, no. Should be. <laughs> um, okay. There are a lot of uh, like um, places where you would sell things. Um, there, it's it's. <gasps> Quartz um... Pallenberg! Yes, good job, Lola. Oh. Good job. <laughs> nice. Sorry, nice. someone's drilling through my wall. I got a little distracted on that one. <laughs> Shit, oh yeah, you're playing in the no, excuses no, now. No, 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 I haven't got it either way. I'm just, I'm just. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for picking a game. I'll get them. It's all right. <laughs> I trust you to do the same for me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Ross. All right. So it's out. This is an outside scene. Mm-hmm with uh, um, um, a liquid thing moving down the middle <laughs> and <laughs> some <laughs> an anthropomorphic figures yeah. on in the One scene. <laughs> and there is uh, some uh, texture of a natural kind around the edges. There are yeah. some uh, materials Sorry. which are which are more solid than liquid. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're in there. Like anything. <laughs> some may say there is a cascade occurring in the <gasps> image. Parks. Yes. Correct. Oh, parks. <laughs> yeah. You said parks <laughs> as if you were going to carry on. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> I was like picking what? up. I was like, is that the whole name? Yeah, that's the whole name. I will stop there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, coming I got two. Late, late surge. So that's um, what scores. Liv's got zero. <laughs> oh, nice. I believe nice. me and Ross are on three and Lodi's is on two. Okay, one more round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I need to pick another game because I don't want wheels to can to, wheels can do the wheels can do the last one just as a tiebreaker. Let's just do wheels does the tiebreaker and he gets the clues, which means he can't win. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, Liv could just do it, right? Because Liv's out. I could pull it back. <laughs> wow. Not even giving her an opportunity yeah, no. to redeem herself. You're just like, well, you're out. You're out. Liv, you basically didn't even turn up. Do you want to just... <laughs> <laughs> Fine. You know what? Yeah, I'll do it. Right. No, 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 no. no. I'll do it. Let's just do it around. Let's yeah, let's do it for no. um, All right. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just pick a game. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Upon the cover of this game, it is a, it is quite a blue game once again. It, there are uh, four... Eldritch Horror. What? Eldritch No. There are four <laughs> figures stood... And uh, th- that's <laughs> kind of it. Um, there are four <laughs> figures. And the there are uh, in the background. Werewolf. Very far in the background, there's uh, the, the places in which people carry out business and also live. Um, Quadropolis. No, that's a good guess, though. Hmm. I mean that's a great game. That's just what I meant with that. Suburbia. Um, no, there is some vehicles in the sky. And King of you. No. Okay. <laughs> and oh, one of them goes. Pandemic. 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 Yes. Oh god, it's pandemic. Pandemic is pretty much just four people on the front. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as the helicopter, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> should have described the pandemic uh, novel. <laughs> there's, a, yeah. there's a lady whose no, arm is four times too small for her oh. body. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, anyway. wait, what? There, okay, yeah. there's, there's a pandemic, like, uh, original story set in the pandemic universe that's been released as a novel. And that is co- that by the Asmodee owned Aconite? Is yes. That... The, yes. The yes. cover is hilarious. <laughs> I recommend you look at it. I will, I will um, have a look at that. So me next, is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Is everyone ready? Yep. Mm. Okay. Imagine if you will. See the set. In um, a world. There are quite deep blues, but also there are some burning reds and oranges. Contrasting against each other. Uh, oh... It's got like a nice flat, um, kind of posterized art style. Eldritch horror. No, in the <laughs> in the background there is a a great big blue with dots of light. Uh, Star realms. No, uh, and in the corner, a large shape that is not straight but quite round instead, uh, is is glowing. But is not the kind of shape that you would see in the big blue that would light up the blue, but instead would rather only be visible when the blue is not lit up. Eclipse. Oh, yeah. Uh, now there are two of those. Two. Yeah. Total eclipse of the. I don't know what this game is. No. <laughs> oh, mind. Is it an exit game? No. Okay. In the center. For mm, quite a few figures uh, wielding sharp, pointy sticks uh, are currently entwined in a scuffle (laughs) with a very large 
tube shaped creature. <laughs> June. Yes. Oh, for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> Tube shaped creeper creature, of course. <laughs> I, I saved that for right at the end because that's going to be the big. It's exactly big how they did in the book <laughs> oh my Aww. god it's the tube shaped creatures when you said big blue i thought you meant water no 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 because no because no, there was a moon in the big blue i i that's what confused me <laughs> yeah. I, I had absolutely nothing going on in my brain until i imagined like a muppet style sock puppet monster and i was like <laughs> it's, it's either a tremors board game or it is june okay that puts no, you very in the good. lead ross yeah. Currently four, three, two, one. We've got a perfect set. That's why I'm right. here. I'm here to win. <laughs> There's two left well. to guess. Right. Stop. Come on then, Liv. All right. Hit on us. All right. Give me another quack. Go on. No. <laughs> uh, I hope this one works. Uh, but we'll see. Um. So, this um this is a is quite uh monochromatic, um, in terms of. <gasps> Micro city. What? Micro city. <laughs> no. <laughs> two really good. Again. Two really good guesses. Two really good guesses. I was like, um, both of them. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah, it's uh yeah, it's it's um on a, it's on a it's on a surface, um and on Mars. <laughs> Oh, escape, escape the dark sector. Escape the dark castle. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, there are guesses. Very good. <laughs> there are several different items across this surface. Um, certain things include something that you would drink tea out of. Um, there's also uh, something that you would use to see things better. More Sherlock Holmes clearly, Mark yes. Polo. Oh, Wheels got it. Why? Why? Of course, he was gonna get that. As soon as why. you said, as soon as you said glasses, I knew it was that game, but I couldn't remember what it was called. When you say monochromatic, yeah, one color, one color. Yeah, we uh, we immediately green. went black and white in our heads. Yeah. I think. Well, never, yeah. not never. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> think twice. <laughs> So, <laughs> me and Ross are now tied yeah. for the lead. I'm giving yeah, the close. I'm giving the go. closer. You got a big chance here, Wheels. You yeah. got a big chance. Oh yeah. All right, I have one. I have one in my mind palace. <laughs> I thought you were share. saying you have one in your mind palace. Like, yeah, I'm already celebrating. I did it. Woo. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm 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 a winner just for being here with all of you. Exactly. I'm a winner. Oh, just taking wow. part. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, now, all right. For now, the, the real winner. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is a, this is a big chance. Wheels, don't mess it up. Uh, okay, so I want to stop Wheels from winning. So, bad. well, well <laughs> time to shine. Then. Can can you make it so you're on a delay for Wheels? <laughs> I'm like, I don't I don't know how to give clues in a way that doesn't help Wheels, but helps you. <laughs> okay, well, like, just to go like this and like. Like, so I'm just, gonna, to I'm, just, I'm just gonna do it so wheels can't see hey whoa ross what are you doing behind that hand there <laughs> okay so the cover yeah Ball it's, got there... it's got a lot going on oh it's got a lot going on okay. it's it's popping oh i'm off i'm azul no i mean no, I, I, should, I mean i should have just done azul <laughs> but it's not that it is it's got some science going on <gasps> like a feel 
you know? It is, uh, <laughs> it's like, it's got some neon vibes to it. It's, it's like very stylish. You could imagine it was like a movie poster. Mm. Um, there are uh, creatures, that too descriptive. There's creatures um, that tie into what this is all about. Wait. One night ultimate werewolf. One night ultimate werewolf. No. It's oh, nemesis. It's, um, it, 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 they are. Uh, they are uh, something that existed a long time ago. <gasps> oh. Dino World. Dinosaur Island. Oh no! Wheels got it. Ah, <laughs> well. No. Good job, Wheels. <laughs> We're very happy for you. <laughs> Sorry, I was great at guessing things. Sorry, gang. It's just, uh, you know, you come play with the big boys. That's what happens. <laughs> well done, Wheels. Well done. Thank you very much. Great clue giving, everyone. Great clue giving. That was one of the most competitive ones we've had well, so far. That's, that's the problem, though, because we're so good at clue giving. Exactly. That's why you won. Right. Because all the rest of us are Whereas so I'm good really at it. Bad at it. Yeah. You're already bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was fun. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. that went a lot Did better than I think everyone was expecting. <laughs> it was a little bit of an unknown. I, it, there was, yeah, there were some real great descriptions in there. I, I very much enjoyed. I very much enjoyed not knowing what people were saying. I'm still in awe at how quickly you got Marvel Champions just from big mouth bottom. Mouth bottom. <laughs> yeah, you deserve that one. It, what else could well, it I, be? I looked at the cover and it's like it's a very small bit of the of the cover. Well, I was I kind of working my way down. <laughs> wow. I was anyway. expecting to, to I was like it's that. either like Jimmy Hill or it's Thanos. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know that many people with big chins. That's that's all I had. Yeah. It's true. Oh well. Um there's there's the crimson <laughs> the crimson chin from uh Felio Parents. Uh, there's another course. character for you. I don't the know classic. if there's a Felio Parents board game. Uh but there you go. <laughs> so we are coming towards the end of this Emo! live podcast recording. Yeah. Thank you, Lolis. <laughs> Uh, it is time to read out some questions from the chat uh, and also from any emails. We don't actually have any emails this week, um, so I will just make it very, very clear. If you would like to send us a question and you have either missed the live stream or maybe you thought of one after we were streaming and, you want it and you're like, oh, damn, I wish I'd asked them that. It's fine. All you have to do is send an email to podcast at dicebreaker.com. That's podcast at dicebreaker.com. Uh, we've got a couple of questions from the chat here in our little Google Doc, but we're still accepting questions from the chat, whether you want to ask something specific about uh, Ross's board game photography or streaming, or if you want to ask just a general board game question, anything you like, pardon me, let us know, and we will pick out our favorites from the chat. But we're going to start off uh, with this first one, uh, which is... Uh... <laughs> I really enjoyed this one. Do you want to read this one out, ladies? Yeah. It's a question from Apex Penguin this who asked Ross. this question. Yes, for Ross asked uh, towards the beginning of the stream actually. Is it hard to catch board games in the <laughs> wild while doing photography? So here's a little weird like se segue for you. Um, when when I was at university studying <laughs> film, I as 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 like a weird project I gave myself is I wanted to do a mini like short film about the afterlife. So I spoke to a series of different people in the community with half opinions on it. And one of the people in the community was a, was a psychic and they'd okay. gained fame by helping the police solve a case. Right. 
and I interviewed this psychic about like reincarnation, the afterlife and all that stuff. And they told me that they thought I was going to, within five years, this was about 15 years ago, I, within five years, I was going to be a wildlife photographer. So that, so, so much like, so board games, that's, it is that. It, I didn't think <laughs> I didn't see it that way before, but they obviously saw it the same Is way. That but why you you've did got so many plants in your. Flat? I was just going to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you created the the wild. Yeah. So my top home. tip is make sure you have some foliage you can hide behind. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> when Excellent you tip. can just have the little camera like snap snap. Well, that's something the... they don't tell you about board games. They get really shy on camera, so you need yeah. to yeah. Like, you need to be yeah, they really do. Hidden. They really do. You have to like lay low for like a good couple of hours before like eventually one will like you know. Be very still, yeah. yeah. Be very still. If you think about it, it's a very voyeuristic job for board game mm -hmm. photographer. I mean, you're making you're, you're making it sound creepy now. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we know. Spend yeah. a lot of time in the dark, looking like behind a light, just looking at stuff. Yeah, sure. I see. The hardest part of it for me would be like seeing a motherboard game like abandon their baby board game and not be able to do anything for the baby board mm. game. Yeah, mm. but the thing is, that's like that's just nature, isn't it? Like yeah, the strongest. Well, when, when a new game comes out and just supplants that game oh, in the environment, in the ecosystem, and it's like. Like wounded in a corner on its own. No, <laughs> I was going to say, no cares it, about anymore. It's a mother I mean, abandoning a child in the board game world when they release a second edition, but they don't update the expansion. It's <laughs> no, it's, it's when they bring out um, Camelot's second. Oh, edition. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me tap the sign, Lolies. <laughs> I, I mean, I would definitely abandon second edition Camelot. I'm if genuinely impressed that you had such a robust answer to that question. I'll read out. That's what you get when you like. I'm not just a muppet. Mm. Like a shaped. Just <laughs> a pretty face is what you should yeah. have said there. Uh, sure. We have a secondary question here from Jacoba, who says, uh, "Question for Ross, uh, but I would like to hear DB's take as well. Why is practically all board game art drawings?" Computer games have been going for more and more realistic graphics. Why not board games? It's interesting. That's a real good question. Um, so I'm going to have a slightly more serious answer. With, uh, with, with board games, I still believe, even though they've been around a really long time, from an artistic perspective, they're still more in their infancy. Like, they've not been developed as far. And Kickstarter and crowdfunding has really accelerated that change and meant people had to think about things in... Um, a more uh, like how do you make it more visually appealing? Historically, games might have been a little bit drier in terms of presentation. Um, so there's a little bit of like because that's how it's been, and so you are getting a lot more games that are changing the way they look. Uh, but also, I think it, it ties back into what appeals about board games, which is their analog, which is they're different from other mediums. And so you know, what's more analog than like drawing, right? Um, you know, so maybe they don't want to go too digital because then it feels a bit more like it's going toe-to-toe -to -toe with computer games. Yeah, I don't, like, feel free to, to clarify in the chat, um, Jacoba, but I, I don't know if you're if you're asking if why haven't games gone for a, like, photography style or, mm. like, 3D-generated mm. graphics. Um, and I think for either, like, I, maybe I'm just speaking for myself here, but when I see a board game that, oh, God, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> oh, I'm not allergic <laughs> to them. Kind of, um, yeah. <laughs> when I when I see a board game, are you, that has... are you a one and done sneezer? Yeah, that's it. That's how 
he's a he's a pro just like he's been sneezing for i don't know like 25 years or listen something. I, don't, I don't want to brag or anything but i've been sneezing for quite a long time you know pretty adept at it now no i no i do genuinely some especially it's hay fever season so usually i'm just like chur, 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 chur. Uh, yeah. but i got lucky that time um but yeah like i don't know about everyone else i won't speak for you let me know what you think but whenever i see a board game that has like photography for its art it always comes across a bit more like like brand tie-in kind of like you know like stills from a film kind of thing where it's always a little bit like yeah. un un um characteristic of the of the game they're playing whereas like you know a gorgeous illustration always seems like a more you know like welcome sight in in game art i do wonder wow. if like because one of the reasons that, that video games have, have switched from, like, 2D sprites to, like, 3D models is not just for, for fidelity. Sometimes you'll see games that started as 2D, like little indie games, and then they realize that actually, like, the workflow, based on, the, based on like, the tools that we have now in, in, in the modern era, um, like, it's a lot easier to pose a 3D model um, than it is to do, like, an individual illustration for every single frame of an animation, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm. So we might, yeah, you might see at some point... Um, like maybe some more just higher 3d artists um and then we'll have like a much wider range of art that they can produce for the cards if they if they do it in that kind of style i'm not sure i i, I yeah. agree though like i don't um sorry lilies uh i like when i see cards that have like stills from a movie yeah. or not stills from a movie but photographs that detaches me a little bit from what it is that i'm playing like mm. i i kind of yeah, like things that feel original to the world i'm participating in yeah. and feel more connected to it and the photograph makes me think it's a snapshot of something else which takes me away from what i'm looking at rather than takes me into it if that makes sense um i think maybe an example of that for me is probably last night on earth which is just very like live actiony and mm -hmm. like looks like it was a horror is a horror film that is, has been made which is good in a way but mm -hmm. i don't know it kind of like in theory that sounds very it sounds very much like a game that's I'm, like camp grizzly or something that i would really I'm enjoy looking at the front cover right now of Last beautiful. Earth. it's beautiful it looks yeah. like it looks like a porn dvd yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot it's it's very something. unusual yeah. it is something mm -hmm. and um it, i don't know it, uh, to me it just it's put me off. I don't know why. That's very. Oh, it does you know... look like a porn DVD. It looks like it looks like either like a, a porn thing, or it looks like like a. <laughs> speaking of video games, it feels like mm -hmm. video games went through a, a, a phase in the nineties where yeah. they had FM, where they had pre-recorded yeah. yeah, video yeah. that they took into games, mm -hmm. and it feels like an FMV game where they're like real actors, and you get to <laughs> like, like which is Resident Evil did that right? Recently, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um but yeah no so it's so in theory last night on earth is something that i should really enjoy it seems like my I, one of my ideal games but i just i can't get past it i don't mm. know yeah, yeah I, I don't know i think any any board game i've ever come across that has had like real like photographic like i don't know where they got the pictures from has always looked quite cheap and and just mm. and just weird like i i think um also when when the comparison was made to video games um I think with video games, like obviously a lot of the like making it look more realistic and stuff. I think part of that is because like graphics keep getting better, right? And making things look better and more realistic. So like you're kind of representing that realism on the front cover. Whereas like board games aren't trying to do that. They're not trying mm. to like be like, oh my God, we're, we look so real. 
Well, I'm looking at the board and I think there's a real world on my table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I think they're like, I think there's that element of it as well. Like, um, cause that's what I think, I feel like that's what video games are doing or mm. trying to yeah. do sometimes with their, um, with their. Uh, some video games try and sell the, sell like the, that you feel you're in a real world and it's so engaging all around you. Board games don't really do that. They know what they are. <laughs> they're not. Mm. Like you want to you want to imagine yourself in the world, but you don't physically see and believe you're. In yeah, mm. it's it's a very separate representation of something that you're interacting with. Although to, yeah. to counter that, like if you look at the miniature side, like you know you look at tabletop wargaming, that yeah, that yeah. is that is three D modeling technology that it is, is getting is. better mm -hmm. every year. You look at the yeah. first ever games workshop models and they look <laughs> absolutely <laughs> crap uh but then you know you look at modern ones and they're like incredible like miniature amounts of detail like just like wildly um like textured and absolutely minuscule little like rats running around on the base and things like that mm -hmm. and that's that is that is a, a sign of like technology and like printing technology and 3d modeling technology getting better right so and, there, is... and there are there are games that ha have more of a, a three-dimensional presence on the table like i haven't played it but there was the uh, restoration games did like a a dark tower, like return to the dark tower with a huge mm. kind of like monolithic yeah. structure in the middle. Um, and you know, Carl Express, obviously, very realistic. Uh, so that's <laughs> it comes with little cardboard cactuses it that does. you can put on your table. It right? does, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. You know, right. yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I prefer it this way. Yeah. Don't change it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I like I like that you get like full on proper illustrations with, with every board mm. you're buying. Like it's one of the one of the selling points for me. Uh, yeah, exactly. We have another another question here, and it's expanding on Liv's statement. So, Liv, would you like to read out this uh, this question here from Nathaniel Levy? Uh, of course, yes. Yeah. So, expanding on Liv's statement on motherboard uh, motherboard games, are there rehabilitation centers for hurt or abandoned board games? Then, charity <laughs> shops? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're rehabilitation, though, are they? Yeah. No. I, would, I would say it's more like a, oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. ended up in a that's, I think it's like an orphanage almost. Yeah. And just yeah. go there. Like what, about like a what about like a library? Like a public library? Yeah. It's like a community center more than like a rehabilitation center, I suppose. I like, I like the idea of like board games being rehabilitated because like you've taken a board game from like 94 and re-updated the art and taken out yeah. all of the problematic elements. Restoration so. games would exactly. be that Restoration way. games, Ross, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at this right behind me. Didn't prepare this at all. Oh. Very casual. This is an example of a game oh, that they restored yeah. High Society, which has like this beautiful Art Nouveau art, which yeah, was yeah. a game from the 90s, which did not look anywhere near this nice. Mm. And then they've updated it and it's got like, you know, um, more gender neutral or non-specific illustration in it right. it's more like androgynous characters rather like the original i can't imagine that being in the 90s version maybe it was ross oh. you have to describe the cover of that game because <laughs> listeners won't, won't yeah. be able to see it. so a place a place where nose and eyes would be <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know that um so there is like a um an interesting thing around that because that's set in the sort of like 20s and 30s kind of like flapper uh, in the boom in the boom times yeah, yeah. and like um boom, it, boom. uh and in, <laughs> in the fashion of that era like androgyny was really fashionable like it was um i think after the first world war when like more women were having service jobs and stuff like short hair became more of a necessity which then it became a fashion uh, mm -hmm. and then you'd have quite sort of like androgynous um clothing styles where like you would have like more like quote unquote masculine hair and, and dresses and stuff like that um which then like 
fully reverse itself after world war ii for some pretty horrible reasons that i won't talk about here but like there yeah i think that is the, an interesting point of like it's cool to explore that in the outside as well one, one thing that i'll ask for the rest of the group uh which is something that i saw someone talking about on twitter before um do you think sometimes and i know lolis is going to have an opinion on this i want lolis i'm asking you to not talk about camelot when we say this do you think sometimes <laughs> i would never with like a second edition of a game when like they put some pretty art on it etc do you think sometimes it can lose a bit of its character because one example that was given was like the high society box looks gorgeous um but they were saying that it, it's lost a bit of its like uh like satirical like jabbing at the rich that it used to have sure. whereas now sure, it's very yeah. sort of like very glamorous like, now exactly, yeah it's very yeah. glamorous as an open question for the group mm-hmm. trying to think of examples yeah me too Apart i mean camelot second edition is a good example though because it's like i have been silenced yeah it's it's like you know it's like something that was like quite fun and wacky which now looks like a really like serious like Almost like so, a drama yeah. on HBO, and it's like it's Camel Up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll give a, a really vague answer, which is whenever you reimagine anything, generally speaking, you try not to repeat what was previously done. You try and give a new spin on it to justify, you know, the change. Um, which means you might be, it might be jarring for people who have memories of that thing, like when you make a movie remake, right? And you're like, it's not the same. Or they had. Um, a version of Donnie Darko come out, which had the original intended soundtrack, which was different from the one that was with the movie. They they couldn't get the licensing for particular songs. And when you watch that, you're like, this is wrong. It doesn't mm. feel right. So there's an element of that if you're familiar with the title, you're like, it doesn't feel the same to me. I, I'm connected to what it was previously. Mm-hmm. And I also think like, you know, a lot of the time you have to change it to justify the, re- the rebranding. And maybe yeah. the original artwork, there was a lot in there and you've moved away from that by having to justify it being new and having a new version. I th- yeah, I, th- I think that has like there's there's an interesting thing with board games, like in general, when having that approach because with like you know Donnie Darko, like I can just go and buy the DVD or stream it online yeah, or whatever yeah. if I want to yeah. watch the original version. Whereas like if if that old printing of Rainer Knizia's High Society is now just gone because they're not printing it anymore. Then like mm-hmm. that new version is not only different, but like the original version is no longer accessible. So it's like yeah. an interesting like. There's, there's also something standard. to be said for um, sometimes the original still available on the market. So if the the new one just kind of looks like the old one, what's the point? Mm. Like why? How do you convince people they need to buy it? Yeah. Like it has to like an example that's not a great example, but anyone I can really think of is there's a card game called Arboretum, which has trees in it, which mm-hmm. I love. Not prepared at all, but it's just behind me. Gorgeous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, anyway. I don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I'm just, that's just, I'm just next level. Anyway, this, anyway, I really love this game. I think it's a great card game. Mm. And in it, it's got really great illustrations yeah. that I like uh, by a guy called Chris Williams, who guess what he illustrated? Azul. That's right, Louise. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Anyway, and they did a new <laughs> restoration games did a new release of it, which was illustrated by someone called Beth Sobel, who I think is a fantastic illustrator. Really love her work. However, no offense to Beth, I prefer the original. Mm. So when I've got the choice between those two, they they did they had like a special edition version came out, which was, was like you remember 
this might be more wheels than anyone else. When you used to get football sticker albums, or maybe anyone who had sticker albums, and you get shinies, or you oh, have like Ross, cards. You, uh, you didn't watch you our shinies. Monopoly charity stream then, because no, I had I plenty of shinies stuck to my face. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so like, the the, 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 when I was a kid, these, these, they only still do sticker sets, and they're really expensive now, but you can get like shiny stickers, which were like the best player or something. Mm. Well, in this, they, they did... Like the, the cards were a bit shiny, which I guess is how they made it like a more special edition. Yeah. But I find it made it harder to read, and I didn't mm. think it looked as like. Uh, for me, it didn't look as like uh, stylish. I guess where it felt quite sophisticated the original one, and shiny cards for me, it's not it's not my vibe. It might be mm. someone else's. Um, they actually, I was just thinking because I was looking at your shelf behind you, and Jaipura's one where they brought. I got out a new, new version, version of that. Yeah. I prefer oh, the yeah. original. I prefer the original. I prefer the yeah, original. It's got the lovely pink inlay and the. Green yeah, lights. but yeah, I've got gorgeous. the I've got the new version, and I yeah. remember like when I bought it, I was really excited because in the shop, you know, like on and that new version, um, they've got like on the front, it's like comes with a like a you know coin. metal coin, coin yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, cool metal coin, because I thought you know there's that the the bit that like you show um if you've won the the round or not mm. and yeah. i thought in my head the coin was something to do with that oh. and then it wasn't and it was you, the coin actually doesn't do anything in the game this is like, it's like a first no player function. marker or something no. i don't even yeah. know i don't even know what it does i think it's just a coin so yeah interestingly... and i was like i got it and i was like oh okay and i was kind of disappointed but yeah with oh. with jaipur like the insert in the new one is like yellowy orange mm. it's kind of, quite like a honey kind of color it's like a warm color and the original one's pink because Jaipur is the pink city. Like, mm. it's it's famous for having sections of town painted pink for yeah. when, I can't remember which king it was visited, uh, but it was it was an English king went, or British king, rather, sorry, everyone. A British king <laughs> went, <laughs> I'm just as bad as the rest of them. Um, a, British, <laughs> a British king went to visit, and they painted a part of town to celebrate that person uh, visiting. And so that's like, again, that's an example of like, you're, you've lost a little bit of, Mm. the connection the to the original idea when you remake mm. it something's mm -hmm. interesting yeah there you go thank you very much everyone for all of your very very good questions uh especially the one about catching board games in the wild uh, <laughs> we are gonna start wrapping up this podcast but a massive thank you to our special guest ross uh yeah. please use this opportunity ross to plug yourself tell people where they can find you uh and what you've been up to uh, so you'll find me in the same Getty, uh, trying to track down <laughs> fast-moving board games. But other like than fast that, furious board game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that always in the yeah. So volatile though. You got to be careful on that one. <laughs> so if you want to find me when I'm more stationary, uh, you can find me in the digital world uh, under the moniker of More Games Please, or when someone in the past has stolen that handle, More Games PLS. Someone. 10 years ago, created a Twitter account, did one post and never came back. Yeah. Hate you. Hate you, yeah. whoever you are. Um, we had the same I, with Dicebreaker, didn't yeah, we? That's why we yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, more games, please, or more games, PLS. That's Instagram, Twitter. I'm, I'm on Twitch as well. I stream board games twice a week. If you're into watching things live, I don't know who would be into that, but you know. <laughs> please say you're no into one that. here. <laughs> All right, sweet. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very, very much for coming on. It's been lovely having you. Uh, congratulations on your quick-witted guesses as well. Uh, very, very good competition there. But if you want to find more from us here on Dicebreaker, 
then you can not only hit subscribe on uh, the video that you're currently watching, hopefully, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, uh, that's youtube.com forward slash dicebreaker. You can also click on the bell icon to get notified whenever we put a new video live. Uh, and you can give it a cheeky little like as well, because it helps us with the algorithm. Uh, if you want to see more stuff in general, though, we have a whole website. Did you know that? A whole website oh. over on Wait, Dicebreaker. What? I know, Ross. <laughs> a whole website over on dicebreaker.com. Uh, where we've got all sorts of fantastic articles and interviews and reviews and lists and whatever you might fancy, uh, all written by all of the people who are currently not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last but not least, if you would like some exclusive Dicebreaker merch, then you can find that over on dicebreaker.myshopify.com. Thank you very much for watching. We will see you on the next video that we put live. Um, which will be tomorrow. I believe we have the next episode of Ark coming out. Uh, mm -hmm. And we've also got a very special Why You Should Play video on Sunday from Lolis uh, about why you should play Star Realms. I can't believe it took this long before we started making that video, but there it is. <laughs> I know. It's, um, I mean, yeah, I, I won't tell you why, but I'll tell you that you should watch <laughs> that video. <laughs> I mean, it worked on me. I'm now playing Star Realms. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so if you want to if you want to hear uh, more thoughts about that from Elise, then go and check that out. We've got plenty of articles coming up on the website as well, which we teased earlier in the show. But thank you very much for watching. We'll see you on the next episode. And until then, have a lovely day. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.